You're listening to Share, Inspire, Repeat, where we explore uplifting, inspiring, and unique stories from around the planet. Things we're doing as human beings that you'll want to talk about that make us better people. A little dose of positivity in your day? Coming right up. And now for your host, AJ Mises. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Share, Inspire, Repeat. My name is AJ Mises. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm very excited for our guest today. But before we announce our guest and introduce her, um, I'd like to tell you, just for those of you who are joining us for the first time, what the show is all about. It's about two people sharing stories of good, where we explore really fascinating people doing good in the world and bring it straight to you. Um, and one of the things that helps us do that is your reviews and ratings. So if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, what have you, please make sure that you're rating and reviewing the show. And even more, if you take a screenshot of your review and email it to info at shareinspirerepeat.com, um, you will be entered into a drawing for a book. So um, please make sure that you're doing that and we'd love to enter you into the contest. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest for today. Um, our guest today is Stacy Ray. And Stacy Ray is the creator and founder of ART or ART, um, which uh, in which she pioneered a new approach to achieving realistic, lifelong lasting areola restorative tattoo for breast cancer survivors. And after seeing the current industry standards for areola tattooing, excuse me, areola tattooing, she decided that survivors deserved a higher quality of practitioner. So she created a team to achieve exactly that. Um, so not only does she do this work herself, but she also certifies and supports passionate and skilled tattoo artists over all over the world to do just that as well. So she's not only doing it, um, again, herself, but she's teaching others, which is, which is really, really awesome. So Stacey Ray, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, so excited. Um, so tell everybody, like, how did you get into this work? Like what, what spurred that? Well, I, uh, I got into tattooing when I was super, super young. I got, got a basement tattoo when I was 14 years old and decided that uh, nobody should have to have a tattoo that bad. So <laughs> I decided to become a professional tattoo artist. Um, so I've been tattooing for about 15 years when cancer came through my life and I got diagnosed with the BRCA1 gene mutation that causes breast cancer, the same mm. one that Angelina Jolie went public with. Okay. So I had already been tattooing a long time. I had accomplished all my goals. I had won a bunch of awards. There was nothing really for me to cap out at with that. And I was kind of ready for a challenge. And this is very challenging work. So it came to me at the perfect time. Yeah, I bet. That's that's incredible. So, so like this, this disease touched you personally, obviously. Yes. So um, my mother died of ovarian cancer and I had oh a gosh. preventative mastectomy at uh, 36, which is, you know, it's pretty scary, but um, it seemed like the right decision to make. And then when I looked around at tattoo options that were available, I was horrified. I couldn't believe how bad they were. I'd been tattooing 15 years. So I thought there's a better way. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should jump on that. <laughs> Yeah, that's so that's so rad. And so um, I, I read that you're or you were based in Canada, but now you're in the States. Is that right? I'm just in the process of moving to Tucson. Yeah. Amazing. How do you do? You, are you there yet? Do you, can you even speak to what it's like yet? 
Um, well, I've spent a lot of time in Tucson. There's a reason I wanted to go there. And I really like being warm in the winter. <laughs> um, so I actually know quite a bit about Tucson. And I have some friends down there. And I officially start my new job next Tuesday. And I'm very excited about it. So excited. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell everybody kind of where that is um, a little bit later. Um, but if you don't mind, I'd love to get right into it and um, talk about our our stories of good. Um, and so I, I'm happy to go first, um, and talk about, um, the story that, that I found. Um, so this is about a tattoo artist named Alvaro Quesada. Are you familiar with him? Um, the name almost sounds familiar. I can't place it right now. No. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so this, I, I thought this was a really cool story. So, um, this gentleman is in Madrid. And, um, it, uh, the hospital that he works at is the first public hospital in Spain to offer, um, nipple and areola tattooing, um, as a part of, um, treatment for breast cancer. Fantastic. Right. So, um, as you probably are well aware, um, tattooing realistic looking, you know, areolas and nipples onto women who have had their breasts reconstructed after mastectomies, um, kind of is like the signal um, from your, like your, your first step of recovery after cancer, cancer, something you can see. Um, and so Quesada, he, uh, this is a quote from him. Um, he says, they leave crying and hugging me. This is my therapy. So I just, I, a like without going any further, this guy is, 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 has found his passion for helping women who have gone through this horrible, horrible process and disease. Um, and not only is he, he doing it you know, because he's good at it, he's doing it because he cares and this is fulfilling for him. And we talk about on the show all the time about people who, um, have found we in another episode mojo like find their mojo um and find their strength and what they're good at but also what fuels them and in my work what i attribute that to is like what makes your feet tingle when you wake up in the morning um and for this guy it seems like it is and it sounds like for you it is too oh, um absolutely. he also yeah. yeah right um and so um you, you probably have more insight into this but what he says is um reconstruction can occur months or even years after breast cancer surgery um and so the, again this creation of the of the tattoo um of the nipple and the areola um comes later and and involves um you know a lot of work it's like 2 or 3 hours from my understanding is that right well, I break it up into two sessions and uh -huh. uh, then that way I know I'm not overworking that delicate, fragile scar tissue. That yeah. uh, reconstructed breast after an amputation has been through so much. We have to be very careful not to overwork it. So I usually split it up into two sessions. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's it takes quite a bit to get it looking like real. And if it doesn't look real, then that survivor is not going to love her body. No, no. And it's like not only are you working with delicate tissue, I'd imagine, but you're also like trying to blend skin, skin pigmentation, which is like a whole other mastery, I, I would imagine. And, um, you're, you're, you're dealing with, um, you know, pain in the area and you're dealing with, you know, a whole lot of, um, other things that just make this quite complicated, I would imagine. So I have huge respect for you and for this, for this guy. Um, the other, um, cool thing about this gentleman 
is that he offers a service free of charge because they have a different healthcare service in Spain. And so he's able to not have to charge the patients themselves. It kind of goes through the hospital, which is, which I thought is awesome. So I was curious as I was reading this story, like, um, have you heard anything in this kind of niche in this industry um, that you're in about like having this be a part of the healthcare system and or attaching it to part of the care? Okay, so this is one of the reasons that I came down into the States, because Canada is really archaic. So um, in Canada, for the health board to, it is covered, this tattooing is covered in Canada, if it's done by a medical professional, but Mm -hmm. the medical professionals aren't even required to take a full day of training. It's ridiculous. They have no idea how to draw. They have no idea how to tattoo. They're practicing on people and they are harming women's confidence. Oh, no. Yeah. So there are a couple progressive surgeons that I've worked with directly up in my city of Calgary, and uh, I will still maintain those relationships. So I will travel back up there as much as they want me to work and I will go work with them. But it is something that uh, we aim to change. The ART team is the team that is hoping to change this. We're hoping to bring awareness to realism so that the medical field sees no other option. There are some insurance companies in the U.S. that will cover it, but it seems like it's a, uh, it's a, it's a real grueling journey for the people that are trying to bill the insurance companies yeah. for a lot of it. And they really like um, paying people that don't know how to do this tattooing well and taking it out of the expert's hands and putting it into the hands of people that aren't really quite as good at it as, as, uh, as some of us are, which means that the survivors don't really have a choice in um, having access to quality. So we're hopefully, we're hoping to level that playing field, so to speak. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. I mean, it's like having, it's like, you know, you need brain surgery and then going to a heart surgeon to have them do that. (laughs) It's not the same. It's not the same. Um, well, awesome. That's great. I think, um, I'm, I'm so excited to hear how that, uh, how that transpires and obviously wishing you well in, in that crusade. Um, so, uh, without further ado, I'd love to hear a little bit more about, um, a a story that you want to share. Um, that uh, you brought with you? (laughs) Um, No, because they all stand out to me equally. (laughs) And I appreciate where you're trying to lead this conversation. And nothing stands out to me any more than anybody else because they all mean so much to me. But Mm -hmm. since I had a mastectomy myself and Mm -hmm. I lost my mother to cancer, um, every time I connect with a survivor, it heals me a little bit. We can heal each other a little bit. And I think that that's what I enjoy most about what I do is the connection and the community that comes from Um, The survivors have, you know, uh, a lot of them have really almost faced their own mortality and they have to look at their life in a way of, okay, I chose life. Now, what am I going to do with that choice? And so I meet them at a really inspiring time of their life when they're excited for the next chapter and it gets me excited for my life. And I just love to, uh, I just love to share that, um, live your life according to your passion, follow your heart. And uh, that's why I was so excited when you reached out to me for the inspiring 
inspire, share, repeat, share, inspire, repeat, because that's the same message. And when we can unify with that message and encourage each other just to let the BS behind you and move forward about following the things that really fire your heart up, that's that's really what it's all about for me. And just for me, my connection to that is the tattooing. So the tattooing is how I reach that place in my life. For anybody, it could be anything. I was talking to a girlfriend this morning, and she's a kickboxing trainer. And that's how she gets to those people that are ready to get um, a new challenge in their life. Breast cancer survivors will pursue all kinds of awesome things that they put off before. And uh, it's just great to connect with them when they realize how precious our time actually is. It really is. Absolutely. And, and, and even more so when you can provide, um, an, an option to people to further enhance, um, their recovery and to make them feel more whole and to be more whole, not even feel just to be more whole, I think is, is amazing. So, um, Thank you for that. Um, One question that I had for you too, just in trying to learn more about this is um, as I was like researching the different methods to this reconstruction, um, reconstructive tattooing is um, like 2D versus 3D um, tattooing. So can you like explain a little bit more about that as it pertains to, to this type of work? Absolutely, because this is one of the things that I like to challenge in this field. Um, The term 3D is really being thrown about loosely, and most tattoo artists that are using it can't, excuse me, can't define 3D without looking it up. (laughs) So if we have a flat surface, then we are creating the illusion of three dimensions. So one dimension, say, is length. Two-dimensional is, say, length plus width. Three-dimensional would be length plus width plus add depth. But since we're not actually adding depth, we have to create the illusion of it. So art really has to come first. You really have to... um, you really have to talk to somebody who understands how to create an illusion instead of just drawing a little shadow and a highlight. So there has to be the creases and the texture. Um, when we're creating an optical illusion, it's actually not that difficult to do, but there's only a handful of people that can do it well. So I'm glad that you touched on that 2D versus 3D because we are on a we are on a flat surface. Yeah. Yeah, I be- I can imagine how difficult that is. I I remember taking like art classes when I was in elementary school, and they were trying to teach three D. And I'm a terrible artist, <laughs> terrible drawer, so I can only imagine not only like drawing in three D, but then tattooing in three D. There's a whole another like element that's um, involved in that. I have I have one tattoo, um, and it's on my foot. It was the most painful. Uh, thing that I've ever gone through. Um, so I just have a lot of respect for you and for the work that you do, given the, well, the little exposure to what you do. Well, I think it's adorable that you have one tattoo on your foot. And uh, luckily, most breast cancer survivors have no feeling in that area. They've had an amputation and the nerve damage is so extreme that they really don't have any feeling. So surprisingly not painful for them, which is a lovely addition to oh, this that's, journey. That's interesting. I had no idea. So um, so I guess it's, it's most, mostly painless. So um, like as a side note, is this kind of like your full-time thing? Do you do any other tattooing right now that's not this reconstructive tattooing or are you just focused on this right now? So I offer a few different 
types of restorative tattooing. So I do a little bit of uh, scalp micropigmentation for women that have lost their hair to chemo. So their hair will grow back thin and in patches and may never grow back fully again. So scalp micropigmentation is a relatively new term. Uh, I've been doing versions of this for 20 years, but it's really nice to have uh, a way to do it that gives the illusion of hair follicles and uh, women can really feel like they have a full head of hair after or, and men and men. I mean, I'm not focusing solely on women. Mm. So that's one restorative way of tattooing that I like to be able to help people. Also, I do needling over scars to reduce the appearance of scars, which is another way to restore a look of healthy skin. And, uh, and then I do decorative scar cover-ups. So I do those beautiful mastectomy tattoos like the big, beautiful flowers on the breasts, you know, that's another way to beautify a body that's been through a lot. Gorgeous. I love it. That's so great. Um, And you said something earlier that actually um, I had another question about. So breast cancer, although it primarily affects women, there are some men who also have um, have gotten breast cancer and and survived too. Um, Do you have men coming to you too to do this reconstructive tattooing as well or... Not quite enough of them. I would love to see more men come in for areola tattooing as well as decorative tattooing. Um, I I feel like with men, there's more of an element of shame around it. Mm -hmm. Like it's a woman's disease and they don't want to talk about it. And there's just a little bit less openness around it. Um, I do focus on the woman because that's that's what we're seeing and hearing more about right now. But the men should not be excluded in any way. I'd love to see more of them come in. I'd love to see more of them step forward and just be like, hey, it's not just a woman's disease. I am here too. Yeah, totally. I'm here too. And and let's lock arms. You know, I think that's um, that's something that should happen too. Nice. Um, cool. Well, I have a couple more questions for you before we say goodbye to everybody. Um, my first question for you is... Um, uh, in the spirit of the show, you know, we're all about um, creating more good in the world and surrounding yourself with more good, especially in these difficult times, uh, whether it be politically or um, or just, you know, personally, what have you. So what is your secret to like just making sure that you're getting good um, in your life and uh, making sure that uh, you don't let negative times overwhelm you? Ooh, good question. Okay, so one of the first things is that I don't label any of my experiences as positive or negative or good or bad. That binary thinking always leads to disappointment. Every single time it sets you up for expectations of things are going to go bad and I hate it or things are going to go good and I love it. The, the, the truth of the matter is, is there's always a balance in everything and we got to walk that line right down the middle. So when we learn to drop the assumption of good or bad or negative or positive, then we can just be in the moment and appreciate things exactly as they are. And as long as we are doing our absolute best, then there's nothing to be unhappy about. Totally. I, I love that. Um, and it is binary, right? Good or bad. And there's so yeah. many, um, there's such a continuum on, on that scale that it just doesn't make sense to do that. I love it. That's so great. Yeah. Um, and then my last question for you is where can people find more information about you and what you do and all that other fun stuff? 
Oh, okay. Um, well, I have a personal website, uh, www.stacyray.com, and I'll spell that for you guys. This is easy. Uh, S-T-A-C-I-E hyphen R-A-E. So stacyray.com. Also, I run the areolarestorativetattoo.com website, and we have a full page full of tattoo artists all over the world that breast cancer survivors can go to. So I decided that the best way for me to help the most survivors, because the only thing that I actually care about is survivors getting great tattoos. So the way that I could help the most survivors was to help the most tattooers find their own greatness. So there's a team of us working together to strive for excellence. And it's a growing team. We're adding more people every month. So the artist page of areolarestorativetattoo.com will give you wherever you are, you will find somebody closer to you who will take excellent care of you. Somebody heart-centered and dedicated who's just waiting to help you. Oh, that's so awesome. That's so great. Please, everybody, if you know somebody that's been affected by breast cancer is going through treatment and or a survivor, please uh, send them over to Stacey Ray's way um, so that they can get connected to some some really awesome help and uh, and just a wonderful thing that that they're doing for the world. So I love it. Stacey Ray, thank you so much for being a guest of the show. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a beautiful little interview. I really appreciate you reaching out to me and I'm glad to be a part of it. Thank you for helping me spread the message, AJ. Heck yeah. All good. Well, everybody, thanks again for listening. You can visit more about the show and the show notes by visiting my website, which is shareinspirerepeat.com. And don't forget to review and rate the podcast and send us a screenshot of your review to be entered into the contest. You can send that to info at shareinspirerepeat.com. My name's AJ Mises. It's been a pleasure having you and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Share, Inspire, Repeat with AJ Mises. Interested in sharing a story or being a guest on the show? Visit shareinspirerepeat.com to introduce yourself or to submit a story. You can also check out more details from this episode by visiting shareinspirerepeat.com. 